And there have been other people like you. They all cook. Most of them pretty good, too. How many of these people have there been, Jamie? Lots. Any of them ever come back? No. From the dead? They're all in the pit. <laughs> Mother says we have a problem getting women to come in. <laughs> because I keep killing them. <laughs> Would you like to know my secret? I'm a eunuch. If you'd like to tell me. <laughs> I know where there's a huge hole in the ground. Big hole in the ground? Wow. It's in the woods. <laughs> Down in the dark, there's some things. What kinds of things? <laughs> oh, my old dark nannies. People, that's for sure. <laughs> they got yellow eyes. I think the trolls are troll logs. Do they talk to you, Jamie? No one else in the whole world knows about them but you. Except you. You know about them now. I'm hungry for nannies. Nannies. Bring me more nannies. <laughs> Welcome to another B-movie. I'm your host, Carrie. And that's your host, Yvette. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we watched... The 1981 film, The Pit. Pit. Yes, cult classic, The Pit. And all I can say is, it was The Pits. It was oh. The Pits. <laughs> no, it was. A- <laughs> it was. It was. I don't. I. I. It is I, very I, unique. I, it is very unique. There is so much happening in this film. It is very unique. I'll give it that. <laughs> it's it is unique. A, Horror, comedy, mystery, after-school special, made-for-TV sort of film. Gentle, coming-of-age. It's a delightful horror comedy romp. Yeah. It's all of these things and more. (laughs) It does. It feels like a Disney movie. Uh Uh-huh. Like one of those old 60s Disney movies. It's like you With, think this this kid is going to befriend a raccoon or something. Right. But instead we get perversion. <laughs> you get perversion and the befriending of trogs. It's my firm belief that trog is the missing link. Trog! Trog, stop it! <laughs> or as he says, trollologs. You can always go see the trollologs. Trollologs. <laughs> Yeah, it's, very, it's kind of confusing, you know? It's, it's very confusing. Your ears, as you're listening to the soundtrack, the music, it's like, oh, it's telling me that this is a, a fun Disney-like film or Little House on the Prairie. There is or, such a huge disconnect. Yeah, or Pippi Longstocking. And, it's like any you of know? your childhood favorites. Yeah, that's what you're hearing. Lighthearted childhood favorites. It's that Mm -hmm. music. It really, it's like those things where those Disney movies where the little boy befriends a dog, Uh or he has like new raccoon friends. It's like, it's such a huge disconnect from what the movie was (laughs) to what it really is. I mean, the movie is about a twelve-year-old boy, Jamie, a twelve-year-old pervert. Yes, and he is, yeah, he's definitely... He's possibly a psychotic pervert. He's distressing. No, none of the kids wanted to play with him. Why don't you go back where you came from, funny person? No, he was bullied, he didn't have any friends. He lives uh, with his parents, who seem to never be home. They're totally neglectful. Apparently, he's gone through strings and strings of nannies. Right. Who have been freaked out because he's a big old perv. Right. And so now they found a new nanny who is young and pretty. 
and taking psychology in, in college. So she thinks she can handle him. So this is kind of a fit for her. My wife tells me you have experience with problem children, Miss O'Reilly. No, it isn't that much of a problem. I am working towards my psychology degree, so I can work on a one-to-one -one basis with exceptional children. Well, you'll find him exceptional, all right? <laughs> so she's trying to work with him and kind of analyzing him a little bit, but she doesn't do a very good job. <laughs> not at all. No, not at all. And, um, yeah, so the parents are pretty much parents gone. Parents are out of it. Yeah. Throughout this film. So he's pretty much left to his own devices, but has had nannies here and there. And he's been in trouble. And the town, you know, they know about him. He has been ostracized and bullied by everyone. He's been bullied, but he's also done really strange things. <laughs> he is a strange-o. He's a strange kid. Yeah. We're part of his world, but way out on the periphery somewhere. Uh, yeah, the strangest peeping. thing is peeping on an old lady while naked with a cape on on a swing <laughs> in a tree. <sighs> Pretending to be Tarzan, completely nude with just a little cape. We had an incident here with some old lady in the community. Seeing him swinging in the trees out back with nothing on except some Superman cape or something. <laughs> Don't do that to old ladies. You'll give them a heart attack. <laughs> So that's what the story is about. Okay, sort of, but there's sure. more. There's more. So that's one that's one story. The second story mm -hmm. is that he has befriended a pit full of troglodytes and he calls them trollologs because he's such an innocent boy. Trollologs. <laughs> Through most of the movie, you don't even know if he's really seeing them. You think he's just psychotic. Right. And it's all just in his imagination. Right. It's not. There are really trogs. So there's mm -hmm. trogs in a pit in the forest, just pretty much behind his house. Trollogs. I read about them in a book. They're from prehistoric times. Yeah. So close to town, and yet nobody has ever seen this pit before. Right. And there's another part to the story. He has a teddy bear that he takes with him everywhere. Crusty bear. A little crusty old syphilitic bear. <laughs> syphilitic <laughs> teddy bear that he takes with him everywhere. Who knows why it's all crusty and falling uh, apart. Don't you ever get lonely always playing by yourself? Well, I'm not lonely. I got teddy. And I'm sure this is why he is unpopular too. Um, but this teddy bear talks... And tells him what to do, tells him all the naughty things he should be doing. So he's what, like a reverse Jiminy Cricket? <laughs> he is. Oh my gosh. He's an evil teddy bear. Teddy, what do I do now? Well, she'll get undressed and go into the bathroom. Just give her a minute. Give a little whistle. Give a little whistle. <laughs> the teddy bear is possibly demonic because it does move on its own at least once right it's a little strange because the demonic teddy bear storyline never really goes anywhere all of this <laughs> in this one film the pit it's a lot so where's the horror aspect besides the kid being pervy <laughs> I mean, the only horror is, is the troglodytes. I mean, the teddy bear's not that scary. He's pervy and possibly harbors dangerous bacteria. Careful, Jamie, careful. And the, the troglodytes aren't that scary either. It's not just really. feeding them. 
It's actually kind of cute the way he feeds them. Right. So the whole thing is the is murder. He's murdering people. He's throwing them into the pit. He's feeding his little friends the troglodytes. He's feeding them people from the town. So that's what you mean. The way that they do it, it's like he's he's trailing people to their deaths with this jolly frolicky music in the background. Like he's just feeding a wild dog he found in the forest. Yeah, it looks like fun. Like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> he, he, he loves his little like, furry <laughs> troglodytes. Yeah, they're like the little trash pandas hanging out in a pit. He's throwing the bullies in, the rude people. And then everyone's so stupid. It's like an enormous pit. It's got to be like 12 <laughs> by 12. It, it's enormous. It's how do you miss oh this pit? But it's no, ridiculous. It's like, go catch this ball. Now go for a long one. Here it goes. Ah! There it goes. Boink. Bonk. Didn't even notice there was a pit there. Oh, really? It's pretty silly. Nobody can see this ginormous pit. And apparently no one's <laughs> ever seen the troglodytes before. Oh, my gosh. I do yeah, not know about the people uh... in this town. <laughs> right. So you're supposed to kind of, you know... I didn't like him throughout the whole thing, so... Well, who trusts the kid that wears turtlenecks? No 12-year-old should wear turtlenecks. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. It's not my fault. Right, right. He's got that bowl haircut, too. And he looks very clean because his mom bathes him all the time. And make sure that he's squeaky clean. Do you know why my mother washes me so much? Washes you so much? Does she do that? She really trying to make me clean. Do you like washing me? No. This movie is so warped. Yeah, there's so many, like, underlying creepy family dynamics. It's so hard to tell when you're overdoing it with him. My husband... He tells me I'm too motherly. Oh, my gosh. I do not want to know the backstory of the <laughs> right. director or the writer on this. Yeah, because there's, there's just this weird sexual thing. And it's like, you don't even, you don't want, you don't want to go there. It's very disturbing. You grow up. Surely, my dear, but into what? One of those hippies. It is disturbing. It is definitely a mishmash of a bunch of oh things. Oh, my God. All at once. It is a crazy... Picasso collage. A masterpiece. Of horror, <laughs> laughter, nightmares, and joy. <laughs> I don't know. All rolled into one. All rolled into a big giant burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it is entertaining. It is entertaining. I'll give you that. If you're into horror and comedy and unusual cult-like stuff... Then this this is definitely a movie you should watch. It doesn't really make sense. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But you know, you watch the whole thing. It's not like you walk away like oh, whatever. Are you kidding? You can't look away. I mean, you really want to know what's going on because this is just too off the wall. And there are many unexpected things, right? And unresolved. And it yeah. will never be resolved. No. But you know what would be fun is to actually see this in a theater with just a bunch of friends or you know a good group of fun people it would just be so fun because it's so it's so goofy and weird and creepy and <laughs> there's something fun about watching yeah it's like this yeah i mean even the monsters they, they 
the troglodytes they seem like little muppets or it was oh the, the, that was it's, terrible it's <laughs> silly it's fun it, this is like a late night you know get your friends together have a bunch of popcorn and just hang out and just laugh eat raw meat chocolate <laughs> meaty schmores <laughs> oh my favorite things <laughs> oh my god Oh, and there's a bit for the ladies, too. The lesbian ladies. Because we got Marge and Sandy. Marge is the librarian. And the little boy is obsessed with boobs. So every time you see these people <laughs> and he's around, there's a full-on shot of just, just complete, their boobs. Just focusing directly on their boobs while the woman is speaking. So it looks like their boobs are talking or something. And they are. <laughs> <laughs> The boobs were talking. <laughs> if these boobs could talk. <laughs> <laughs> they would throw everybody in the pit. <laughs> into the pit you go. Into the pit you go. <laughs> All of you into the pit. Yeah, but the librarian Marge, uh, she's she's kind of funny. They never really picked up that story. A lot of these characters, they just kind of come and go. Come and go. Well, yeah. a lot of them went. <laughs> they all went into the into pit. Into the pit. <laughs> Into the hungry mouths of the troglodytes. Of troglodytes. Trog. I call them trollologs from now on. Trollologs. <laughs> it's not a trollolog. It's an oompa loompa. Oompa loompa doo. I've got a perfect puzzle for you. Oompa loompa doo. If you are wise, you'll listen to me. Little purr. It really was like a after school special the way that they put it together it just seemed like a jolly little romp of preteens yeah. bullying right. it was almost like a comic section that whole section where he brought people in to be eaten by trogs and <laughs> fall into the pit <laughs> i know it was so funny and it was one after the other so fast who was the director on this <laughs> let's see yeah this is uh, definitely unique director Lou Lehman. Lou Lehman. Yeah, he's the director. And Lou, what did you do besides this? Swiss Family Robinson? No way. Yeah. Oh my he god. He was a writer and actor, music department writer actor. He was a writer and actor known for Search and Rescue the Alpha Team, Phobia, and The Pit. <gasps> Jennifer That's Lehman. what it reminded me of. It reminded me of those old Disney yeah. movies. It just sounded so much like a Swiss Family Robinson or some Disney coming of age thing. Right, yeah. Or like those old exactly. Mouseketeers episodes they used uh -huh. to have. That's exactly what it reminded That's me of. That's what it sounded like. Is that where he, did he it, steal the music from that? He was the director on The Pit, but it doesn't say musical director. Okay, music department, Swiss Family Robinson. Okay, so he did the music for Swiss Family Robinson. So that's why it reminds us of... Yeah, a delightful Disney romp. Whimsical, Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> I know. Wow. Interesting. That makes sense. Now it does. Yeah, let me see who the writer was. Ian A. Stewart. He's known for The Pit, The Highland Regiments of Canada, Teddy Told Me To. Oh, an no. Was it a two-part two? interview. It's an interview with Ian Stewart that was from 2016. It's a documentary short. Ian Stewart talks about writing the script for the low-budget horror cult classic, The Pit. This movie was just, it was all over the place. It, it, I mean, part of it's like a kid's film. Part of it was a little pervy. 
it starts off with like the pervy pervy bits which is very you know 80s the 80s was all about pervy bits <laughs> there's always that you know sexuality thing going on with horror hand in hand i know but this was straight up pervy it has been suggested that george lucas took inspiration for the design of the ewok characters in the return of the jedi from the pit monster trogs in this film disney <laughs> There was a very Disney connection. Yeah. I could totally see that. They had a very Ewokish feel to them. With their little glowing eyes and stuff. And like, when they you saw the trogs walking in the yeah. forest, they looked like they were walking like, like hairy Ewoks. <laughs> and when they were in the pit, they looked like Muppets. <sighs> I mean, they weren't scary. Not really. Mm-mm. The kid who, um, who plays Jamie, his name is Sammy mm-hmm. Sa- uh, Snyder's. He was in Huckleberry Finn and his friends. He looks really familiar. The Littlest Hobo. <laughs> oh, I remember The Littlest Hobo. Yeah, he was in that too. I wondered why that kid seems so familiar. Yeah. Littlest Hobo. Yeah, apparently the, the original screenplay was much darker and more serious. Well, I, uh, I, I don't know how they decided that they were going to lighten it up. <laughs> I don't... They just threw in the music, but they were like killing people, but they just lightened it up with the music. That was so yeah. strange. Yeah, but you know what? Even like when, when he was killing people, it was you got to admit, it was pretty funny. The way he was like, you know, wheeling Mrs. Oliphant in a wheelchair. I don't like you going to go to Rockwell Hope, you know, I, I worry about you. You have nothing to worry about, Sue. It was kind of a little slapstick in a way. A little? <laughs> The arms of the old lady, it looks like it was going fast motion and they were flailing and all long and it looked like it was a 30-year-old guy in a granny suit. It's crazy. <laughs> and then and then the way that the that the police sergeant starts rolling away in the, in the wheelchair too. It's like, what I are know. you doing? It's so funny. It, it just seemed like too weird and pervy to be really uh-huh. comic and light. It was just this weird in-between space no movie should go to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what are we supposed to think about Teddy? So it's like they didn't focus a lot on Teddy and his little evil teddy bear. First, you think Teddy is... It's just his imagination. His imagination. It's, his, it's his psyche. Right. And he's talking to himself. And it's just uh-huh. basically what he's thinking in his mind. Right. But then his nanny leaves the room and it's... closes the door and the teddy moves. And the dolls. Yeah. His head moves. And I thought, and I was like, yeah, I want yeah. Teddy to move. I want him to turn his head. And then he did. And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they were really going to go there. Right. And then they didn't after that. Then it wasn't much. Then it was just him talking to him again. Is the kid just psychotic or is it really a demon doll? Is it like a Chucky, a Chucky doll that's telling him what to do? Careful, Jamie, careful. I know. There's so many, so many things going on in this film with the little evil Teddy, the trogs. You could so easily recut this movie because of the music and everything. You can recut it and you can uh-huh. make it look like a fun little Disney-esque coming of age story about a poor little boy that's being bullied yeah exactly like here's (laughs) here's our story here's our our little anti-bullying campaign you could totally cut that you could do that with the music in the background and and you know maybe he could be reading a little story to Miss, Mrs. Oliphant. The little old lady. And just he just really does take her for a walk. 
You just don't see the part. It's like, woo, we're going, we're, we're having a good time. We're just taking her around the woods. And, right. And you just don't see her dump her into the pit. <laughs> right. And and feed her to the trogs. Yeah, you know, and, and you could see, you know, they could show him in, in the library because he's so studious and he's just a smart kid that people bully and he's looking through the art books because, you know. You don't have to worry about me. I wouldn't do anything to hurt you. He's just misunderstood. He's misunderstood. Come but he's on. a good boy. <sighs> Jimmy, what are you doing in here? I was just watching you sleep. He's a good boy. I'm going to go talk to Teddy. And all the other Disney movies, he was a good boy. Who knows what he was doing in those? <laughs> he was peeping Tom in those, too. And he was cutting out images of naked women for the library books. I'm going to look at these a lot. Now I'll never look at a Disney movie the same again. <laughs> it's kind of a mishmash, but you know, it was interesting. <laughs> it, it just makes me think that this is autobiographical. <laughs> this is one of the, the directors or the writer's autobiography. It's like, okay, I'm going to write about the time when I was a pervy little 12 year old. When I was a naked peeper. <laughs> I'm going to write about the time when I murdered some people who were bullying me. I'm going to kill you! But I threw people in a pit. <laughs> nasty people. And we know some awfully nasty people. Then I'm going to write about the time I met and fell in love with my cousin. I'm Jamie. I'm Alicia. <laughs> I tell you, the troglodytes were just children from all of the cousins intermarrying. Oh, no. Keep them in the pit. No, don't. Poor children. Oh my Lord. They must eat. They must eat. <gasps> yeah, and then, you know, figuring out what, what to feed them. All this trial and error. Well, I'll feed them chocolate bars. I mean, kind of, you know, so innocent. Oh, yeah, chocolate. It wasn't that much trial and error. He went right from chocolate to meat. Little bit, scraps of meat and then bigger portions. Then hmm, maybe I should put a cow in there. Hmm, maybe I should do this. Hmm. Maybe they would have liked it better if he had cooked it. It could be. Added yeah. a little barbecue. If he had at yeah. least unwrapped Maybe it. they wanted salad. <laughs> Appetizers. <laughs> you know, change it up a little bit. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of like a kid. You know, when they find an animal or, you know, something, they're trying to figure out what to feed it. Like, oh, lettuce or insects or... He didn't even try lettuce and insects. <laughs> he just went straight to big hunks of meat. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and then the relationship between the librarian and his nanny. I know. It so looked like they were implying something with that. Because they were kind of like flirting there a little bit. They were totally flirting. Yeah. I don't recall seeing you here before. I'm working for a Mr. and Mrs. Benjamin. Looking after... Jamie. Yes. Well, I can certainly understand why you'd want a book on problem children. Oh, no. It's Miss... Sandra O'Reilly. Very happy to meet you. Marge Livingston. How do you do? Look, I'd like to tell you something about that little boy that you might not know. There's another woman I'm sure you'll understand. I will always love you. I wonder what was really going on in this film. Who knows what was going on in this town? How much How much did they cut out? How much is... This for sure needs a re-edit. We need to re-edit. <laughs> Make it a lesbian love story <laughs> and, a, and a young boy's coming of age. Oh, God. Oh no! <laughs> you could Ugh. you could seriously do that. I should really do it. <laughs> I should try and do it. After school special. 
Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that after school special uh, made for TV film. I can't imagine that it was actually in the, in the theaters. That's wild. <laughs> Take out the peeping and the syphilitic bear <laughs> and the troglodytes in the pit, and you've got an after school special. No peeping, please. <laughs> It was a, a very strong message in the beginning that there was something wrong with him mentally, that he was not just a peeping Tom, but, you know, swinging from the trees naked in front of old ladies with just a cape. Well, he's a perv. That's pretty strong when you think about that. It's like, wow, okay, what are we dealing with here? You're a pervert! Yeah, I mean, he's obviously like, really trouble he's calling women in the middle of the night in the voice of his syphilitic bear right uh, making them strip in front of the window hello hello miss livingston yes who is it you have a niece named abigail yes is something happened she's been kidnapped miss livingston and no one will ever find her oh no but she'll be set free if you do exactly what I tell you to do. What do you want me to do? Yeah, pretending that he's kidnapped someone and they have to strip. He's a, he's a juvenile perv. Yeah. All right, damn you. You want to see my body? Aunt Margaret, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the rest of it becomes like this little coming of age, happy story with a little... Uh, happy music in the background. At least there's some divine retribution in the end. Uh, not to give anything away. Yeah. <laughs> the kid, but the kid ends up in a pit. That's the best part. They're trollogs. They eat people. Yes, I know. <laughs> At least his inbred cousin threw him in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's your turn. That's made it all worthwhile. Yep. Oh my God. There's just so many things happening in this film and nothing really gets resolved. Not really. No. I mean, what happens to Teddy? I know what does happen to Teddy. What happens with these troglodytes? And why are there different sets of troglodytes? <laughs> Do they all connect through a cave tunnel or? Tunnel system? And there is Joan Crawford with her <laughs> hypo gun. It's a troglodyte. Get me my hypo gun quickly. It's a trog. Trogs. Trollalog. It's a trollalog. Trollalog. Well, that was it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Goodbye. You little purr. So, two thumbs up. Two troggy fingers up. <laughs> Mine are kind of up and down. <laughs> Mine are spinning right now. Yeah. I'm not sure what to give it. You definitely yeah. have to watch it. It's just so unique. They did something really special here. It is. It's funny. All the various parts of this movie feel like they're from totally different genres mm -hmm. than each other and cut from three different storylines, if not more, pieced together. Yeah. It's like the Frankenstein monster <laughs> of movies. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. For sure. Watch it. Yeah. Trogs. Pervs. <laughs> syphilitic teddy bears. Inbred yes. cousins. Old ladies. Lesbians. Librarians. Yeah, I think got it. <gasps> it's everything in this film. It's got it all. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
There's even a Disney connection. I know. There's like six degrees of separation. Everything's connected to Disney. Oh my God, that's scary. Aye, aye, aye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and review us. Please rate and review. You can find us pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Another B Movie Podcast. And you can email us at Another B Movie Podcast at Gmail. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get some ratings from you. And thanks for listening once again. And don't forget. Las pesadillas son son gratis. gratis. And las quesadillas are delicious. (laughs) Delicious. (laughs) No. <laughs> Give me a quesadilla now. I know, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Gracias. Yay. Hasta luego. Adiós.